I would describe sludge metal as a auditory recreation of the sensation of having diarrhea. Ah, that's oddly specific. You're really glad when it's over. <laughs> and during the process, you're either going, what the fuck led to this, or you're in horrible pain, and it doesn't matter really what's going on, you're just kind of like, well, I'm stuck here. Well, that could be. <laughs> I don't even know any sludge metal bands. I don't like the genre so much. Well, I don't know any, any but tell you what. If you listen again, send us your recommendation for sludge metal. <laughs> Welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, episode 99. Like the restaurant that refused to sponsor us, even though we never asked them. But yes, welcome <laughs> to the Wicked Awesome Cast, the official podcast of Something Wicked Studios. It's a video game podcast, or a podcast for a video game channel. It doesn't post videos anymore, but it will soon, I promise. Or something. But yes, I am Charlie, a.k.a. Mordak, and I'm joined by... Uh, the infamous, the irreplaceable, the insufferable, Maeve Online, a.k.a. Alex. Woody Woo! I like how you've embraced that my name is Maeve Online and not Alex. I don't know, I'm feeling upbeat <laughs> this week. What? Have I rubbed off on you? You're no, feeling upbeat? No, uh, it's, it's a good week to be Charlie. I have new motorcycle money, I've got my taxes done, I, I'm not... I'm not about to be done with some of my house bullshit so I can move on to, like, less annoying house bullshit. Like, if I ever said that resembled, like, the most, like, mundane but still really good week outside of work, this is not a bad week to be me. Like, I had a new game to play. I had a bunch of stuff come together in nice ways. I had a pro- I, This fucking platform I've been building for literally a month because of the rain for my hat. I can put my um washer-dryer on this game delivered this weekend fits perfectly it looks great it didn't like murder anyone we were putting it into place either so yeah i it's, it's a good week to be me from like the homeowner mundane standpoint mm. yeah congratulations like, lots, of, lots of long-term projects all coming together in not shitty ways and I, like i i have my first weekend where i'm not going to be like man i gotta fucking do house shit the house shit I have to do is, like, hang a TV and stuff like that. They're so much more minor than they were, like, three weeks ago. Mm. Which is great. Oh, sounds good. Congratulations, on order. For yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm happy about that. Yeah, because you've had kind of a rough last two weeks, I, I remember, especially when it came to the house stuff. Yeah, it, it takes time. It takes money. Like, I, we've spent the last of the stupid money for the foreseeable future, which is great. And mm. I can start doing stuff like putting shelves in final locations and finishing unpacking and enjoying owning a home. Uh-huh. Which, yeah, I, I just haven't gotten a chance to do yet, really. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad I mean, it's come together for you, man. Like I said, upbeat this week. Yeah. Uncharacteristically so. <laughs> uh, you just want to dive right into weeks or no? Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's just dive right into it. Might as well. Okay, so... Since the last podcast, I saw Flogging Molly. Actually, I saw them for uh, St. Patrick's Day. I also found out you can live stream the Dropkick Murphy St. Patrick's Day concert. So, yeah, I. It was uh, you. Were you a Flogging Molly fan at any point, Alex? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so, to be honest. 
fair. I, I, I've I've heard things here and there, but I don't think I've actually. No, that's like... fair. At, back when me and Jeff were growing up, there was kind of in the Irish influence punk rock world, there was the ongoing fight between Dropkick Murphys and Flogging Molly, and because me and Alan, uh, Jeff have taste and grew up in Boston, we chose the flop the Dropkick Murphy side of that fight and. The two bands were kind of really different, and lots of dumb people these days will say, like, oh, Flogging Molly and Dropkick Murphys, basically the same thing. Those people are fucking idiots. Mm. But, like, it's weird, because Dropkick Murphys, like, slowly is always trended upwards. Flogging Molly got really big, and then you didn't fucking hear about them anymore for a long time. Like, I thought they broke up until recently. It's like, oh shit, they have a concert? Wow. <laughs> but, yeah, I... I probably saw them about a decade too late for me to be like, fucking yeah. Because now, like, fucking Mumford and Sons and every shitty college band out there is kind of ripping them off in some way. Like, when they felt unique, they were, but now, like, everyone's kind of doing their shtick. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, lots of kind of modern Irish folk music. Okay, fine, whatever. Well, Dropkick Murphys is the same thing. No, it's not. They're still kind of a punk rock band. And they are very different. They are fun in ways Flogging Molly is not, but it was fun. The crowd for that show fucking sucked, but that's a separate topic. L.A. cannot do St. Patrick's Day. I, I learn every goddamn year. <laughs> yeah, I I try to avoid all the St. Patrick's stuff in general nowadays. I've reached a point where I'm kind of like, uh, I don't really need it. It's part of where I grew up to the point where I'm like, ah, oh, man, L.A. sucks at this. But at the same time, like, no one threw up on me just near me this year, so that's better than back home would be for me, technically. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it cuts both ways. Okay. Yeah, I, it's... Boston's a very Irish-centric city, and as a result, like, fucking takes that holiday seriously. Well, I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, is, is, is there a pretty... There's a, shit, yeah, there's a pretty big Irish population in Boston. There's a reason, yeah. like, a bunch of our sports teams do shamrocks for logos. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Yeah, but on the more video game end of the spectrum, I have been playing a shit ton of Sea of Thieves. It's out. It's a video game. It's piratey. It's maybe Ass- not good. Assuming the servers are up, of course. I've had some server issues. I. That's not my biggest issue with the game. Like, I, I wish I was sitting here going. Ah, uh, the server issues fucking suck, but I I don't think that game is good. It's not bad, but the, like, stuff to do in that game and the motivation to do stuff in that game is bad. Like, there's no real loot. The missions are super fucking repetitive. It's all cosmetic stuff, and, like, the majority of that cosmetic stuff I have no interest in. I think I played for, like, two or three hours the other night, and there was a glitch. So I made no money and no progress because there's not even, like, levels. There's just faction rep, kind of. And Wait. What? You, you made no money during that? that I was think the there bug? was a glitch where I, I, I was turning in stuff. I wasn't making money off of it. So I made no money, I don't think. I Maybe I'm wrong, but, like, I did a bunch of stuff for a couple hours. Like, to put it in perspective, the first night it was out, I played for two hours and got nothing done. What the hell? To the point where I was totally... So, let's take you back a step. Like So, the first thing, once you get into the game, you'll run into is its baffling choice for character creator. Mm. 
And by that I mean there is no character creator. It randomly generates, I think it's nine pirates, and you kind of like keep respawning them till you find one you think doesn't look like shit. And like, so as of right now in the game, you cannot add tattoos, you cannot change hair color, and there is no way to customize the overall features of your pirate. Like, the first night I played the game, I played for two or three hours with a pirate I thought was okay, and I'm like, eh, I don't like him that much. I went, like, I spent a half hour finding the right pirate to delete them because I lost nothing except time, which who fucking cares at that point, and restarted the game essentially at no penalty because who cares? Okay. Yeah, the the character creator thing is baffling. Like, I want a, I want a character with black hair. I think mine has, like, dark brown, but, like, I found a pirate I thought looked fucking cool, except his eyes were shitty, and I'm like, this is the one I want. It's got some sweet tattoos. It's kind of this, like, stocky dude. I'm totally down with this. But his fucking face. Which, admittedly, you can't see, but other players will see it. And I'm like, I don't want to be represented by this, like, fucking beaten in the face with a frying pan-ass motherfucker. Like, I I'm not exaggerating. I've probably spent an hour in this game's character creator just hitting the, R the right trigger button to refresh my options that I found what I didn't think sucked. That doesn't sound like a lot of fun. It's not great. It's a really, it's a very conscious choice on Rare's part. That's a really bad choice. And it's not like it's a system where it's like, oh, you can favorite some, I guess, and they'll hang around till you unfavorite them. But it's not like, hey, I favorited these three. Give me like a mix of like the main characteristics of these three. It's like, nah, fuck it. Random, 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 random. Beat you down into the ground, random. It's a little shitty. Like, that's that. How does how does that get overlooked? Like a character creation no, for it, a game a, like this? It's a, it is an exceedingly conscious choice. Like that's this is not an accidental thing. This is someone decided. This is how we are doing this. Terrible idea, but all right. <laughs> yeah, this is this isn't an oversight. This is very much them going. This is our system, and like I, I'm not opposed to it, but at the same time, like. I, it feels like a game that I should be able to do more character creation right off the bat. So, so continuing on from that, so you're in the game and you wake up in a bar with really no explanation, and the game makes you eat a banana to recover health, <laughs> but like you eat the banana whole in the peel, and that's basically the end of the tutorial. That's stupid. Eventually, what you'll figure out is you'll go down and find the three factions. You've got the like witch doctor guys, the treasure hunter guys, and the we're totally not the East India Trading Company, except we totally are, because, <laughs> yeah, company. And, like, each one offers quests. Like, so, the, the Witch Doctor people, I'm I'm intentionally forgetting their names, because fuck it, they don't matter. Like, offer, like, hunt and destroy missions. Where it's like, okay, go down and track down these named enemies, except all the enemies in the game are either snakes that are essentially, like, turret things that just kind of sit in one spot and hiss, or skeletons. And I've come across four types of skeletons, boss skeletons, skeletons in armor, skeletons with guns, and skeletons with swords. They are not fun to fight, but we're going to get to that. So you got the voodoo guys, and then you got the treasure hunters, and that's kind of the traditional go out and dig shit up. So when you talk to them, and you get voyages. And you can only carry three voyages at a time, which means you have to either like diversify your choices or have other people with you to maximize your voyages or 
whatever. It's a really bad system because you have to go back to these people and like accept bounties from them. And sometimes these bounties will take you like fucking all the way across the map. Like it's not like, hey, we're gonna have all of them located in one zone. Like it'll be like it'll be fucking ricocheting all off this place, which Again, these are all very intentional choices, and at the same time, you can only have one voyage active at a time, and that's not saying you only have, like, one set of maps. I mean, like, the objectives for these are only active one at a time. Like, it's not, I can load up on nine things, and I have nine objectives. It's like, no, I loaded up on three things, and I have three individual quests, each one with its own objectives. I can't see unless that's the active quest. And I can't, once you set a quest, you can't deactivate it. You have to, like, if you do, you throw that quest out. That sounds fucking horrible. It's a really bad questing system. And then your rewards for it are rep and money. And, like, rep right now gets you, like, titles and special faction gear that's, like, a ale tanker possessed by ghosts, I guess. That, as best I can tell, is just a cosmetic thing but the achievements imply I can level my ghost tankard, so I don't know. Like, none of the gear seems to really affect your gameplay, except, like, the tankard will get you drunk, and the swords look different than what type of sword you have equipped, but, like, all of them take three hits to kill a fucking skeleton, so fuck it. Like, so, uh, moving on from that, so sailing in the game is a lot of fun, but I also know how to sail in real life, so... It's less frustrating for me because I know the basics of, like, sheet trimming and wind direction and all that jazz, which they're implemented okay in the game, but at the same time, like, that boat can have no sail or minimum sail and, like, be fucking moving in a straight line or it can go upwind. Like, it has a motor on it that pretends to not be there. It's, eh. <laughs> like, it's very video gamey at that point, and, like, the sailing's kind of cool, except when it's not, and that's because... Uh, that's mostly just what's like, yep, gotta sail all the fucking way across this map. Oh, look, there's a storm. Probably gonna sink me. Like, I had my boat sink at random points while playing for, as best I could tell, no reason. So, that sucked. What? But what? so then when the oh. boat sinks, there's no penalty. You just talk to a fucking mermaid and it brings you to an island and your boat comes back. But at the same time, they just announced, like, hey, we're gonna put some death penalty in this game because... That's what this game needs, not better combat or variety or any of that shit. It needs fucking death penalty. So let's talk about combat for a second. Like, there's naval combat in the game. I have never engaged in it because either I've been in a tiny boat or never saw another player, and there's no NPC boats to deal with. So, like, literally the combat in the game only exists when you like, dig up a treasure chest and skeletons spawn and you, like, fucking smack them around with your sword that has the same feel as, like, a fly swatter, but has worse sword play than fucking Skyrim. Like, it's really bad. And then you have a gun that's a flintlock pistol, so it, like, has a like, stupid long reload, but you can only carry five shots. So, and not, like, five in a clip. I mean, fucking five or six or seven shots total. So when you're out of ammo, you're fucking out of ammo. And either you have to run all the way back to your boat or, like, pray to find some, but it's not fun. Hmm. Yeah. It sounds like... It, it sounds like there was... And you know what's funny? I think you called it, too, a while ago. You are like, this game's not going to be that good. I think you had mentioned that a long time ago, like, it's just going to kind of flop. Yeah, I, a lot of people out there are like, 
a common comparison is like, oh, it's like No Man's Sky. And no, this is like No Man's Sky got overhyped. This fucking feels like an early access game or like a beta or something. Like the sailing is in there and like they could add on and make this game cool. But at launch, this game is fucking bad. Which, which to this day still surprises me when you're a fucking AAA like publisher or whatever. I don't there's think there's AAA. Like, like, what's the last game Rare put out? Well, it's published by Microsoft, though, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but it's developed by Rare. Like, Microsoft publishes a whole bunch of shit. So does Sony. Like, indie games are technically published by them, potentially. But see, Rare used to put out some legit fucking What's games. the last good Rare game? Banjo-Kazooie was really good. I also really liked, uh, I think it was... Didn't they also do the Donkey Kong series games? They did Donkey Kong Country in 1994. Okay. Um, and then they do Perfect Dark. Wasn't that rare? Yeah, they also did Perfect Dark Zero. Perfect Dark Zero was alright. It was not good. Yeah, but see, they have that experience. And they also, isn't somebody at Microsoft like, hey, we're going to publish this out. It's getting a lot of hype. You might want to do some, like, quality checks. And, like... I don't know. I would think somewhere in that relationship, like, I get it, the developer's doing their thing, but you don't think, like, a publisher, like, Microsoft would be like, let me do a little quality control on my end before we send it out. And just, that part just is, is maybe I'm ignorant to the industry, but that blows my mind if that's an actual practice yeah, so that isn't done. Reference the last game prior to this Rare put out was fucking Rare Replay, and the one previous to that was, I just saw it, um, Connect Sports Rivals. And prior to that was Connect Sports Season 2, and I cannot find Connect Sports Season 1 here on this list. And prior to that, it was Banjo Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts, I think. Like, this okay. company fucking made Cameo. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, those games, maybe not that popular. Maybe they're a little eh, flexible with it. But when, like, when you're producing a game and it gets a lot of hype. You would think that maybe they would eventually at that point step in and be like, all right, let's go take a look. I don't know. Am I crazy? I don't disagree. So here's the issue. I think this game is exactly what Rare wants it to be. Oh, well, if that's their goal, then... I, I, I don't... I think it's one of those ones where, like, No Man's Sky, they had ambition and fell short. I think this game is exactly what the developers thought this game was going to be. Mm. Okay. Like, there is no misstep here. This is the game they set out to make, and they succeeded. Like, this is exactly the game they were trying for. Like, I fucking remember back at E3 when I played this game a while back. Like, this is almost the exact same game as that, except they added fall damage, which actually makes the game worse. Because a fun moment I had was jumping off the crow's nest onto the deck and not taking damage. Like, that was a good thing. They've made the game actively worse. Yeah, I, like, I guess I, I've been super negative. Like, there are parts of the game that are cool. The game is fucking gorgeous. Even running at lower settings on my laptop, it's the new standard for water in video games. Like, it is pretty as shit. Like, it's a gorgeous game. The sailing is really fun. The, like, feeling of navigation is really kind of cool. As someone who's had to use a map, sorry, a map to navigate before, it's got that stuff going on really well. It just gets, like, unbelievably repetitive and boring really quickly. And, like, it's a game built on moments. I have some cool stories from the game. Like, there was a time I spent, like, three hours out and was fucking loaded down 
with loot and a ton of stuff to turn in, and another ship, a bigger ship. To, sorry, there's two types of ships in the game. You can be a sloop or a galleon, and a sloop that kind of requires a crew of two tops. Like, you can get away with piloting it by yourself. A galleon requires four, but it feels like it maybe requires more, but you can only have four people in a party at once, so whatevs. But so I have a shit ton of stuff in me, and a galleon's chasing me, and I'm like, running around my boat, trimming the sails, and turning off every lamp on the boat so I can, like, run dark for a couple minutes and try and get away, and I did, but it's like a 10, 10 minutes of me, like, really fucking sailing my ass off, because the guys chasing me are shit sailors, and I'm like, okay, as long as I maintain speed, I'm good. I can get behind that island and, like, get away because they'll lose track of me over the horizon, and that was cool. Like, the time I was sailing along, came across the shipwreck, and I'm like, Oh shit, drop anchor and dove in and found like a bunch of um bounty skulls in there. That was cool. But like those moments are few and far between. Like like I said, there's no NPC ships in the game. So I've gotten in a cannon battle once, and it was one sided because it was a galleon versus me, and they just fucking blew my ass out of the water. Like and combat in this game is so bad, I actively avoid it. <laughs> Oh, boy, this game sounds like a winner. Yeah, like, in the, the combat is awkward where, like, in other games, like, okay, I, I can maybe take a two-on-one. I'm, if I get to drop, I was like, nope, I can't fucking do it. Why? Like, I, I, you just can't. They have double the guns you have at that point. Like, and there's no, like, parry system. There's no, there's no intricacy to it. All guns kind of shoot straight and do the same damage. And, like, there were rumors out there, like, oh, there's high-end gear and shit. But I have seen no examples of that in the game and it kind of starting to sound like people are saying that because they need to believe there's high-end gear like there's a bunch of mystery around this game that's starting to feel more like the no man's sky stuff it's like oh there's totally this in the game there's no way in hell they'd release a game without that like maybe you can support the ever-loving fuck out of this game but as it stands right now like don't fucking buy it like unless you're really curious and then if you, like, sign up for the Microsoft Access Program, whatever it's called, they have, like, a free 20 days running right now, you can probably totally get your satisfaction with this game in 20 days. It's in there for free. Like, maybe this game should be free to play. Even. Oh, wow. Like That level? I don't know. Like, it's stuff is so expensive in the game, and you accrue gold so slowly, and, like, you're limited to just cosmetic stuff, and... It's so repetitive and grindy. Like, it, it feels like a tech demo or a beta. Like, and like, if next week they put a bunch of shit in the game, I'll eat my words. But like, I don't know what they're going to do next. They haven't said what they're doing next. And like, they're still dealing with server problems. And like, just shit will happen in that game that I don't think is supposed to. Like, I had boats sink on me. There's a problem in that game where if you steal someone else's boat, they can just resummon a boat and that causes the boat to sink, which makes sense but at the same time like if i steal your boat i want your boat now especially if i stole it because you had a bunch of stuff on it like again one of the fun moments i had was i was following a large boat full of stuff and i like they went ashore to find some stuff i pulled my boat up out of like they couldn't see it swam over stole all their shit brought it back to my boat and sailed off with it and there's no repercussions for that oddly enough like i stole easily like four hours worth of um stuff from them no alarm system like maybe it's the oh you have to loosen up the boat to keep track of it and that's fine except like that's also super shitty when that happens like literally that's hours of progress they got 
loss with no benefit from it except like the experience and they have the story of that guy that stole like nine treasure chests, three pigs, and four skulls from them. It's like, ha ha! Your fear, Captain Mordak, one of these days, I'm gonna go sail off now and turn this shit in again, because that's what you do in this game. Wow. Well, you certainly went off about that game. I, yeah! I, Way more than I thought during an opening segment. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, and it's gone off like this before in the past. Like, it's not a this is the weird thing. It's not a bad game, but it's not a good one. Like, it's this, like, it's, I'll say that it super feels like an early access or something. Like, this game could be wildly different, like, three months down the road, and maybe then it'd be good, but, like, this is a fucking release, full price, like, hey, it's out there, people waited for this, like, there was a beta, and people went through it and ended that kind of thing, and... Like, I've seen people talk about how, like, yeah, it's not even different than the beta. Like, this game, as best I can tell, is the exact same game they had in beta. Nothing has changed. And, like, on one hand, you can have fun playing solo. This game is way better with other people, though. But at the same time, like, if you get a shit crew you're signed up with, it's a real bad game. Like, it's like, it's like there's this expectation of, oh, you always have to use voice chat. And maybe that makes the game better. Like, Putting a little bit of role-playing in the game makes the game way better, but, like, the compass is a big part of that game, and navigation, so, like, you've got me who instinctively goes to, like, south by southwest kind of thing, like, as an indication of how you should do that, when you have people being like, uh, yeah, you want to go, like, southwest, but, like, mostly south, I guess, like, I'm pirating my ass off to make it fun for other people, because I'm like, yeah, I'm going to use the correct jargon. Thing off the port bow, thing off the starboard bow. We got enemies to the aft, etc., etc. We're losing the wind. What the fuck does that mean, dude? Left, right, behind us. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> like I'm fun to play with because I'm giving instructions where it's like, like need. It's like, and we need a bearing. You mean where are we going? Yes, a bearing. Pirate motherfucker. Say it, in pirate. Belay those directions. What does belay mean? Stop. Don't do it. It's time to head to the sea. So we should go. Get on the fucking boat, you idiots. Use context to figure this one out. Man the helm. You mean the steering wheel? Oh, motherfuckers. Check the map. Where's the map? It's down. I'll, I'll do it. Fuck you. It's, yeah. I I, I keep playing it because there's something real fun about Sea of Thieves. And, like, when it's good, it's pretty good. But also, like, that's me pirating my ass off and, like, role-playing a little bit instinctively because boat. And mm-hmm. I-, I have yet to play with someone as into the sea stuff as me. And, like, I- I- not to sound, like, egotistic, but I bet I make it better for other people. But, like, when it's me paired up with, like, Killmaster6969, who's like, dude, we should go find treasure, yo. I'm like, fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah, I... I yeah, I... At the same time, like, my playing of Sea of Thieves has made me realize how much I fucking miss Monster Hunter. Yeah. Oh, try because your PS4 is down, isn't it? Yeah, it's packed still. I need to hang a TV. But, yeah, that's Charlie's thoughts on Sea of Thieves that launched. Uh, what have you been up to, Alex? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, I finally jumped on the Fortnite train. Finally getting into what's popular. Yeah. Fortnite's actually, it's got its charm. The, the aiming system is very different, or at least the the way the bullet tracking stuff is is very different from uh, 
from PUBG, so I've definitely it's definitely a learning curve for that. But once you kind of get a feel for it, it's actually not too bad. Uh, I've heard good things. They're they're also like rejiggering the entire aiming system or something. I think. Uh huh. Well, yeah, it's 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 enjoyable. Um, I play it with a few friends. I guess one of the things that I really do enjoy about it is how fast the games are, because uh, in PUBG you can be you can see no one for like fifteen minutes after you've landed. You've got a bunch of gear, and then you get popped from behind, and that's it. Yeah. At least in Fortnite, you kind of get an idea of how like how quick it is because the island's smaller. It feels like, but it's still kind of you know fun. You definitely you definitely have to learn the building side of things on that game because if you don't know how to build anything, you're gonna be lost. But it's definitely fun. Um, I I've, I have to say I've I've enjoyed it quite a bit. Now that I get another chance. I will say when I started, I, w- I didn't really give it its due. Yeah. Um, but now it's, it's, it's pretty legit. I have to say I enjoy it. So I want to play it um, on the mobile. I, I'm more curious about playing that version of it than the actual version of it, which is shitty, I know. But I'm really curious about that. Well, the thing with uh, the mobile version is eventually you're, a- you're going to be able to cross-play with PC players. I think you already so are. mobile already? Oh. It's, so, yeah. it's just not out on um, Android yet, as far as I know. But it's, I've been playing the PUBG mobile mode. Oh, have you? It's interesting. It works. It's fine. I haven't tried the mobile either of the mobile games. To be honest with you. Yeah, like the, they're neither game is a game I'm super interested in playing, but the idea of playing it on a phone makes me more interested. I guess it's like yeah, it's like I I don't want to play this on a PC, but like if I can play this at like a bus station or something. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's uh. It's like I said. I haven't done the mobile side. I don't know if I'll touch the mobile side anytime soon because. My current mobile phone um, game of choice has been Hearthstone. Sure. So I've been doing that. But yeah, uh, Hearthstone has also been one of my other games I've been playing recently. Very much during my breaks and all that stuff and whatnot. So but yeah. Uh, oh, Finally, sorry, someone at Something Wicked Studios is getting into the popular game. Yeah. No longer Long we'll, overdue, sir. Yeah. No longer <laughs> will we be old men sitting there going like, you know what's good? Persona. <laughs> oh, I will say. I do miss do miss Persona. We'll get back to it soon enough. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um. Other than that, I mean, I haven't really been doing much. Uh, going to school, of course, as I, I think I've mentioned to you in the past, things like that. Uh, I tried playing Pokemon Go briefly while I was in Florida. Oh, I don't know if I mentioned that. How did that, that go? Eh. I, I opened the game maybe once, and then I was like, you know what? Not really that fun. I'm okay not playing this anymore. Yeah, that's exactly that's actually the reaction. It's just like. Not really, uh, not really too worried about it anymore. So, yeah. yeah. So, other than that, I mean, just mainly, like I said, Fortnite, Overwatch. Uh, Overwatch has still been kind of a big part, which I think is kind of interesting because that's been pretty consistent. Uh, me continuing to play Overwatch and all that. And, of course, follow the Overwatch League, which is fun. So, that's that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Nothing too fancy. It's been, uh, I've been kind of busy. And so, this week is actually a week where I have kind of a lot of downtime for yeah. stuff. Like, there's nothing pressing I have to do or... Other stuff I gotta run off to other than class, and that's pretty much it. So, and considering uh, I get Monday off, that's gonna be kind of fun. So when this podcast is released, I get a, I get that day off because government holiday. Is that because you have Friday off? No, Friday's I normally have Fridays off. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's why they did it. So yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, an extra day for me to stay at home. Yeah. So wish I had that going on, <laughs> but I don't. So yes. That's it for me. That means news time? 
I believe it is Dune News time. Yeah, News! There we go. We forgot you haven't done your war cry from I, last week. I already forgot to do it. It's too late. Uh, Maybe I'll do it on weeks where I'm not the intro, because it's kind of a... If you're not the one introducing, it's easier to do. You can slip it in that way. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's a, it's a response. It's a we're still working out the kinks in this gag. Yeah, so 99 episodes us. later, we're still working the kinks out of a podcast. <laughs> Hope we get it right by episode 100. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. So. All right, let's start the news then, shall we? Yes, we shall. Guess we're not doing the sound effect anymore. Fair enough. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not today. Fair enough. Fair enough. I like how I do like that you were waiting for it, and I don't know if the people were able to hear the silence we had in this moment, but Charlie was quiet for a good second, waiting for me to do the beep sound of the I... news. <laughs> I'll let you have some of your bits, but uh, let's dive right into it. First off the bat, Yakuza Kiwami 2 is coming, and it's coming to the PS4, which is fucking awesome. Uh, is this related to just the original Yakuza game? So, Yakuza Kiwami is Yakuza 1 remade for modern technology it looks better it plays a little bit better they reworked some shit it's a better game but it's still the same story meaning if you wanted to get into the yakuza games or were curious about games that were like prior to four you now have a way to do that and as someone who's a huge fan of the yakuza franchise and wanted some way to start doing this for the channel but also knows like going back to one and two is rough it's like mm. fucking yes we're getting kiwami two this makes my life easier. Hmm. But yeah, Yakuza Kiwami 2, it's a thing. It's coming. I put this release date for it yet. Um, oh, never mind. August 28, 2018, 50 bucks. It's a real good price. Like, real soon, too. Like, this news made me go out and get you Kiwami 1. Uh -huh. I'm like, fucking finally, we can play through all of it. Because, like, 1 and 2 were PS2. 3 was PS3, which I own. But it's like, yeah, going back before uh, PS3 is a little bit harder these days than it should be, and a little bit rougher than maybe you want. But, hmm. yeah. Is that something we'll eventually do on the... Uh, yeah, the I don't channel? know what we'll do with it exactly. I may just live stream it, because it's kind of a game that... Like, the game is... It, it's In so many ways, it's one of the ultimate open world games where, like, uh, so in 5, I think it's 5, they have, like, full-blown Tokyo arcades, and they have a remaster of Virtual Fighter, that doesn't exist in the real world in that game. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, no, I, I think we should definitely do something with it. Yeah. Hopefully once the studio is all set up, yeah. I think we can dive it in. It may be a solo project. I don't know yet. Yeah, it, it's one of those games you have to dedicate, like, a lot of time to to make progress. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not a two-hour like, two recording type of game. It's like, uh, you got eight hours to stream, eight fucking hours of this potentially... 50-hour game. Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of figuring it out, uh, with Paragon dying and being shut down by Epic Games, Epic Games has chosen to make the characters and environments for that game free to all those using the Unreal software. You know, I have to say, Epic has been handling the shutdown of Paragon 100% class act. Yeah. Uh, I have to, I'm really, really, really impressed with Epic on this one because... I mean, obviously they provided all the assets for that stuff for free, which is cool. Allegedly, it's roughly $12 million worth of assets. Yeah, that's that's huge. Um, but then also, like, when the game was closing, they refunded everyone yeah. their money. Like, it's... This, the way Paragon has been closed down is the way it should. Like, games, like... If, if there's been... 
I don't know. Maybe this is just muddy waters at this point, or not muddy waters, but uh, what's the word? I can't remember the phrase I'm looking for. But it's maybe just kind of a weird issue, but like they handled this surprisingly well. Like water I, under it, the bridge? No. Um, I can't remember what the phrase I'm looking for. But maybe it's just like just like with a plum. No, I can't. I guess what I'm trying to say is maybe like them setting an example, but at the same time, I don't think I think this scenario is unique where other companies should necessarily have to follow this. Maybe that's what I'm kind of referring yeah. to. But, like, it's they've been an absolute class act when it came to this stuff. So, uh, granted, it, I mean, it's a shame Paragon went out the way it did, but, like, I played it, and it kind of, yeah, it, compared to the other MOBAs that were out there, sure, was definitely lacking. But, um, yeah, the refunds and then offering all the assets for free, that'll be really cool. So, kudos to them on that. I wish a certain company, SOE, would have done something like that for a game that a lot of fans followed, and we could have has been created from the outset mixed online. That was over a decade ago. I am allowed to be salty as shit. Yeah. You have old dudes complaining about football games that happened years ago, like if they had only done this. And they're, they and they're won. sad and lame too. And yes. Oh, wait. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Point proof. You got me. <laughs> well, speaking of sad and lame, uh, we finally got some details on the Atari console thing that might be coming out in the near future. Uh, it will be running, I think we talked about some in the past, um, it will be running a open-source Linux-based system. Basically, it's an OUYA. Yeah, OUYA. You know, OUYA, that super successful console. Uh, this one comes with a kind of Xbox 360-style controller and a more Atari-style joystick. I, it looks slick, I guess, but I, I don't know. It's called the Atari... VCS and pre-orders will be available allegedly sometime during April. So if you're fucking looking to get in on this shit, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, Ouya didn't allow me exactly leave the. The only game I actually played with Ouya has been uh, what the hell was it? Duck game. Duck game. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was, and that's it. Everything else has been kind of lame. Yeah, <laughs> this one's kind of got that vibe going on. Like I, I. I'm looking at pictures of it right now, and I'm realizing like the thing that pisses me off the most is this is a, this is literally a download box because there's no cartridge port in this. Like part of my brain's like, oh, if it played Atari games, that'd be kind of fun in its own dumb way. No, this is like it's basically a Raspberry Pi homebrew system. Like it's it's a choice. Mm-hmm. We're gonna hack the shit out of this thing. Oh, of course you are, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Now here's the question: Are we gonna get one? Probably, because I buy dumb shit like this, but I don't know. It'll depend how much it winds up really costing and how available it is. Like, I still don't have any of the like mini Nintendo or the mini um, Super Nintendo because I refuse to buy into that whole like nostalgia feeding frenzy shark attack bullshit that was. Going- <laughs> yeah, I'm moving on from that to other feeding frenzies. I mentioned I've been playing it. PUBG has come out on mobile and for free in the U.S. and other regions. It's a game. It's also just fucking full of bots. That's really the mobile version? Yeah. Does it link to your normal PUBG account? I don't know. I don't fully understand what I logged into. I think so, but I can't totally tell. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't tried it yet. I know the Android version exists for that one, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Moving on from that, as we mentioned, Sea of Thieves has been having some real server issues. Uh, the cinnamon beard and graybeard errors are showing up pretty frequently. 
That game had a real rough launch night, too. Uh, I solved my problem of getting into that game by, like, fucking uninstalling it twice and reinstalling it, and that somehow made it work, which was shitty, unfortunately. Wait, it was actually, like, a software installation issue? I, it's a server issue, I think, technically, but, like, they were not prepared for the number of people to log in at once, so it was possible to get stuck at certain points in the menu for really long periods of time. And, like, what I did was try that a couple times, uninstalled it because I, I had a bad install. Because Remember, I downloaded mine, like, fucking months ago because I could do that, apparently. And, yeah, it's a thing. That's a I, again, this is just going to be another little rant about the whole thing. Yeah. Like, how, with a game like this, that's gotten a lot of traction, a lot of popularity, how do developers not know to expect huge people trying to, like, uh, huge numbers of people trying to log in all at once? I, I don't know. It's just, I like, don't know. To be fair, I haven't had any issues since, but when that game went live Monday night at 9 p.m. East Coast, uh, West Coast time, and midnight east coast time like there were some real problems like there were news articles being written about how like entire office staffs for game uh magazines and stuff or like, gaming websites were like yep we're stuck all at the exact same point in the game like everyone was googling the phrase uh like a searching pirate roster or something because that's where we all got stuck mm. and it sucked but yeah i i've had no servers issues since but I'm gonna order this next because it's some fun ways to transition to another. Ah, fuck it. Uh, next up, we got Riot, Blizzard, and Twitch are teaming up to fight toxic gaming behavior. <laughs> God, yeah, that what? was kind of my reaction when I saw that. Uh, the Fair Play Alliance is a coalition made up of 30 different companies, including Blizzard, Twitch, CCP, and Epic, that aims to share resources and lessons learned about gaming communities in the hopes of cutting down on disruptive behavior. <sighs> Not a ton of details on how exactly they're going to do this, but lots of kind of doublespeak about how there's no online versus IRL anymore. Also, someone used the phrase IRL in a real kind of comment lately. I, yeah. I, that's such a big, like, that's a bold claim, like, or bold, like, that's a, that's, Wow, like that's 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 aiming for the skies with those companies, and it's the irony that these companies are the ones teaming up to battle toxicity, considering some of the most toxic environments you hear about come from their games. Speaking of that, we're gonna transition right from that thought to our next news article: the Paul brothers of Logan Paul fame are attempting to jump on the Fortnite bandwagon on Twitch, and already have an exceedingly toxic chat. Of course, what a shocker. Just fucking dick two, pics Two and shit. asshole brothers, yeah, two asshole brothers jump onto a platform and then they toxicity in the channel? What? Such famous quotes I... have come out of this as, I, I want to play Fortnite with Drake, not I want to play Fortnite. Uh, they've been extra shitty too. They posted lots of stuff that seemed to imply they were doing one stuff and that was just their normal shit. I, this only makes the news because if Twitch really wants to fight toxic behavior, don't fucking let the Pauls on your platform. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I would expect more from a guy who records a video of him tasing a dead mouse or a dead rat. Yep. I, I mean, I would, did not see this coming. That's so odd. Now, here's the real question. 
is is Twitch, aka Amazon, going to actually have a spine and follow through with their fighting toxicity and do something about those guys, or are they gonna like eh, slap on the wrist and then they're just gonna let the money on there because they generate revenue towards the ads? I... There's your first test in morality to see if they're really gonna battle toxicity. Well, especially what are you gonna do well, about the Paul brothers? Because you have Twitch out there now trying to enforce more rules and like where YouTube's been kind of like, eh. Twitch has been out there really trying to be like, no, don't be shitty to each other. Please, for the love of fucking God. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, we'll see. This is a good t- first test. Uh, see how this is going to go. But like I said, uh, Jake Paul and Logan Paul being shitty on a new platform. In other news, water is wet. Yep. So. Yeah, I, I just think it kind of pairs well with Twitch being like, we're going to end toxicity. We're going to bring this toxic spore into our environment, though, too. Yeah. I. It very much feels like a the right word for it uh mist <laughs> yeah and uh i guess since we're transitioning with uh etiquette and uh rules to follow we just got this alert maybe not like a few minutes before yeah, like we started recording this started podcast recording the podcast uh the overwatch league the official kind of conduct rule book has leaked and i use the word leaked in the very literal sense where it seems to have been like fucking like slash dash scanned or photographed by someone this did not actually come from blizzard hmm. yeah 35 pages long it is dense it has a variety of rules about what you can stream the fact that you cannot be in other competitive things if you're part of the owl okay which kind of makes sense considering they don't want them they want them to focus on their full time i mean job companies have the same thing like where you have to like agree to work yeah, their job only. So that I understand because technically these guys are getting salary jobs out of this. Yes, like, and I kind of, yeah. on that same note, like you can stream other games, you may not recommend them though. Mm. But so kind of to summarize as roughly as I can, the rules range from everything to Blizzard owns the rights to license and use pro players' likenesses, backstories, and streams of Blizzard games. They also have the right to install 24-7 cameras in team houses and practice basic reality TV shows. And they can put cameras everywhere they go, essentially, but the bathroom. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. But I'll be honest. If I got hired and got paid at least the salary that they were making and I could I play video games all day, yeah, put cameras in my house. Yeah. Dad, I don't care. Watch me. I just sit around and play games. <laughs> I wouldn't do much else. But it would be good insurance for me because that way, if the lizards ever kill me, I would have video evidence. Unless they got crafty and were able to chew the wires out beforehand. Yeah, I. A lot, <laughs> we're not gonna go through all of this because this is a long ass thing. But so part of the issue they're running into is the fact that like they've already had a bunch of stuff that technically violates this. They have some very specific stuff about like don't fucking say certain shit. That, well, yeah, that's Jason's yeah. point, XQC, who's, by the way, no longer with the Dallas Fuel or in the Overwatch. Yep. Took a long time to get dropped, though, too. Well, yeah. You, you get a couple chances with the job. It makes sense. Yeah. Although he did do some pretty shitty stuff, so you could yeah. really kind of weigh that in. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah, if you're curious about this, and you should be, it's kind of a fascinating read. Uh, go find it. It's out there now. It's... We have no official confirmation from Blizzard if this is actually the thing, but it seems 
specific enough to probably be it. Mm. Moving on from that, though, um, we've got sad news left, really, except for Kazam. Which one do you want to do next? Um, let's take a look. Do That's D- all the. We can kind of, let's do DBZ next, actually. Yeah, let's do DBZ. So the the first piece of DLC, Braddock and Broly, come March twenty eighth. Yep, they they've had little minute long trailers officially release. Broly, uh, Broly looks real Broly, and uh, Bardock looks like uh, Goku with a headband. Yeah, and at least from what the trailers have shown, he kind of he do, he's not necessarily like a copy and paste of Goku. Which is interesting, considering there are currently now there are three Gokus in the game currently. Yep, and they all are kind of unique in their own special way. Especially the difference between like Goku normal and then Goku Black. So there's definite differences. So it's it's kind of nice, but yeah. Anyway, back to the DLC characters. Bardock looks pretty cool. Uh, and then I don't know if you've seen what Broly looks like, but Broly Big. is fucking huge. Oh, I I know Broly from the anime. Yeah, well. They were true to that, and he's fucking huge. Big-ass motherfucker. Yeah, so I definitely look forward to seeing what he's going to... What kind of stuff they're going to come up with with him, because that's, that's that I think their first needs to real be a big body. rush-down grapple character to be true to form, and he kind of looks like he might be one. Like, yeah. That dude's playstyle needs to be up in fuckers' faces all the goddamn time. Yeah, kind of like a more extreme version of what Android 16 plays like right now. Yeah, maybe. So... But yeah, no, it's new. Their first official DLC is coming out, and they've picked two fan favorite characters. People have been asking. They've about, picked so. one fan favorite character. No one gives a fuck about Bardock. I think people do care about. They Bardock. do not. not. Okay, not as much as Broly, but he's definitely a character people talk. This about. could just be straight Broly, and people would be the same level of excited. They'd be like, "Oh shit, it's Broly!" Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for some of their move sets and how they? Yeah, it looks around? real good. Yeah, it does. Let me so... Broly looks real good. Braddock, Bardock looks like he's not Broly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of, that's how awesome Broly looks. It's like, man, that fucker looks cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, shout outs to uh, Namco for uh, rocking the Dragon Ball Fighter Z right now, and it's it's fun to watch. I really enjoy watching it. I don't know if you've caught any live stream stuff. I catch it. stuff here and there. I. I want to play that game, so I'm kind of abstaining a little bit, but... Uh, yeah, I've been playing it here and there. It's definitely fun. I got it for PS4. I did so. watch the tournament some of... Uh, God, the one that just happened. A final round. Yeah. So I caught um, Sonic Fox's upset where he lost. To a Vegeta, no less. The character he says is garbage. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the other thing. Yeah, he, he went up against... Uh, is it Go One? I that think his name is. That sounds right, yeah. Yeah, he rocks uh, Adult Gohan... Vegeta and uh, Cell. His Cell is, by the way, fucking scary. His Cell is better than Cell on the TV show is. <laughs> there this are is players accurate. out there making Cell less lame with their badass gameplay. Like Cell's a pretty lame TV show character. In that game, though, he seems pretty alright. Yeah. Um, I've also really enjoyed watching Adult Gohan because I had no idea he's like... Um... What's his name from, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? From Marvel's Capcom 3, Frank West, where he just kind of keeps powering up. I don't know if you noticed that. No, I the... really haven't played, I haven't paid that much attention. Okay, yeah, he apparently builds up levels like Frank West does. So that was kind of cool to see. But yeah, uh, new DLC's coming out. Look forward to seeing what happens to the tier list and 
current t- team comps when the the DLC comes out, so that'll be fun. Everyone should play Broly and not Bardock, because Bardock is sucky and Broly is awesome. <laughs> I hope there's somebody like Go One who learns Bardock and then just rocks the shit out of somebody who says Bardock is garbage. I, I meant character-wise, like Broly's just cool. That Broly laughing, is maniacal cool. psychopath. Yeah. No, Broly is very cool. Broly's one of the best DBC characters ever. He's definitely one of the best villains. Yeah. I even liked his uh, his female counterpart from the current Dragon Ball Super. Did you see? Did you catch her? I haven't watched Dragon Ball since the whole fucking Majin Buu stuff happened. And I'm like, eh, I don't like this. This is not what I want from this franchise. A lot of this fat guy wandering around being all, I'm Mr. Buu. <laughs> well... They have a a version of her, well, Brawly, but she's a she's a she's a she, in that universe, and she also when she gets powered up with the bro- legendary Saiyan powers, she gets all fucking yoked out too, and it's pretty cool because she gets tall and big just like Brawly does. So that's I guess is confirmed that it's inherently part of the legendary Super Saiyan uh, transformation. Huh? Yeah, pretty cool. She's actually a really fun character to watch. Does she have a different name? Because I googled Broly DBC Super and I haven't gotten anything. No, I think it's either Kale or Khalifa. Or Khalifa like Cauliflower. Okay. Uh, let's see. I think Khalifa is... Can't remember she which starts one off looking like Chi-Chi, right? Like real petite and stuff? Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay, I think I found it. That's a cool choice. Yeah. And she's also just super crazy, like when she gets transformed. Yeah, as long as she's that. a fucking psychopath, like Broly is. Oh yeah, no, she—it's Kale. That's her name. Kale. But yeah, she's very chichi. Like, oh, okay, this is cool. But when she transforms into legendary, she's fucking huge. And she's yoked out, and it's just insane. Very much looks like Broly, but like, just happens to be a girl. Like, it, like there's a screen here. I'll Shit, pull, she I'll missed Broly's face. I found her. Yeah, that's. Yeah. So her legendary transformation is very much fucking the Broly. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That is what that character should be. I have, Yeah. If she's not laughing like a goddamn psychopath the entire time, they fucked up. Oh, no. She laughs. She's insane. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So definitely fun to watch. But anyway, yeah. DBZ, uh, Dragon Ball Super, all that stuff. I need to uh, watch Super. Z. GT hurt me so badly. GT has been retconned. With Super. Yeah, so I've heard. It doesn't change the fact that it, it poisoned the fucking hell for me. Like, this is bad. Mm-hmm. I have no interest in this ever. <sighs> yeah, that's, uh, that's them. Is but there yeah. any chance, given the weirdness that is Super, uh, Kale fights Broly at some point? Uh, no, because Broly is technically dead. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, no. It, they, there's a whole storyline involving the universe, the different universes right now with all this, so she's actually the just that universe's version of Broly. Huh. That's, that's all. Fair yeah, enough. it's really it's really trippy, too, because, like, the universe that, obviously, Goku and Vegeta are in, yeah. they're in a universe where Frieza's the bad guy, right? Yeah. In their universe, the Saiyans are hired as, like, basically, they're hired to basically protect and bring peace, and they're friends with the Vegeta of that universe. Huh. Yeah, it's a very alternate universe kind of thing. It's kind of cool. Huh. So, there you go. I have to check that out at some point. But, uh, mm-hmm. going back to video game news, it has come out that you can beat Far Cry 5 in five minutes. Is it that same thing like they did in Far Cry 4? Very similar! 
except <laughs> it appears to be a lot less spoilerific like the last one was. Like, oh, really? The last one, I've, I've talked about this before, I know this, like, fucking ruins the entirety of that game in some ways. Because it just fucking spells out anything you might want to know. And I, I will stand by, that is the best ending to that game. Like, I, as cool as Pagan Min was, and as cool as they made him out to be a villain, like, the good guys of that game are not good guys compared to Pagan Min, who still, like, fucking shitty and murders people for the hell of it but by comparison, is a better person. Mm -hmm. He's not pro-child bride, which one of the two good guys is. Mm. Yeah. yeah. While we're talking about uh, Ubisoft, the uh, much-talked-about-on-this-podcast Vivendi potential takeover is not happening. It's never going to happen because Ubisoft is buying back some of their shares. Uh, Vivendi announced it will have to sell said shares, or it is selling said shares. Um variety of people have picked that up. Uh, they got up to 27.3% stake ownership of Ubisoft. Uh, everyone from Tencent to Ubisoft themselves were gobbling up the kind of up-for-sale stuff. So if this was something that worried you some, rest easy. But at the same time, now remember, Tencent owns more of Ubisoft. Mm. So, yeah. Tencent's that company in China that bought out the rights to like PUBG out there they and all that, They also own right? Riot. That's, oh, that's, they own Riot? Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought they just worked with Riot. No, they, they straight own them. Riot. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hmm. I guess our last news before we move on to our main topic this week. Um, major fighting game tournament final round is shutting down at this at the end of this year. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Like, I think this is the second like big tournament thing that I've heard shut down. Uh, I can't remember the first one, but yeah, it was announced that they're no longer doing X tournament. Oh, you know what it was? It was the Fall Classic. I think it's no longer being done. But yeah, uh, just another, I guess they're just, they're, they're, they've reached the end of their journey of what they want to do. Yeah, this I believe this year is the 21st uh, instance of Final Round. Uh, the, uh, the organizer and kind of founder of it's gotten out there and said some stuff. I'm not going to repeat it because you can go find it yourself. And uh, it seems a little petty and a little unprofessional in my book, especially for an event as revered as final round, but hey, it's his event, so he can say whatever the fuck he wants about it. So, power to him, I guess, mm. at the end of the day. I Final round always meant fighting game season was upon us in my book, so I'm sad to see it go in that regard. It was never yeah. my favorite one, but it was always kind of a good way of gauging, like, this is what's going to be up this year, okay? Yeah. No, final round, Um, there was a really hype. I remember... There are several hype final moments round. in final round every year. Yeah, I but there, there's one in particular that I really, really, really liked. And it was a few years ago. It was a guy named, uh, uh, he was taking on Sanford Kelly, who's a pretty famous uh, FGC character. He did a lot of Marvel. He was, basically, he trained under Justin Wong. And okay. if you guys know anything about that, Justin Wong was pretty much immortal in Marvel's Capcom 2. So he had a team, I guess, named after him, which was Thra uh, Santhrax. And so, um, but yeah, so he uh, he was, I guess they were just talking a lot of smack, smack about him, but there was a guy who challenged him. He was a Zangief player, but I can't remember his name off the top of my head. And so he was basically talking a lot of shit, telling him that he was going to, you know, beat him, this and that. And then um, they do a first to ten, I believe, or a first to five. Uh, and Stanford proceeds to wipe the floor with him. Like, just destroys that dude. Right? And since it was over so fast, people were pretty disappointed. And in the middle of the tournament, after it was done, 
he walks right out to the stage and he points to a guy named PR Balrog and calls him out for a first to five. And then it's just this whole organic, like, you know what? I want you next. And this was after Stanford Kelly had a pretty bad string of like losses and people were saying he's kind of washed up kind of thing. And yeah, no, he, ooh, he just, he destroyed uh, that other guy. I can't remember his name all of a sudden. And then he played PR Balrog and he pretty much dominated him but not to the level of the, the first guy he played. And then not being satisfied with that, moved on and challenged Justin Wong to Street Fighter 4. <laughs> and just called him out, and everyone's just hyped. I remember watching it live when it happened, and people were just losing their shit. And then it came down, that last game with Justin Wong came down to the last round match point for both of them. Like, literally, match, like, it was the round. Because they each had one for the first two rounds, so it was the last round, and Justin Wong took it by a hair. Like... It was it was a phenomenal like exhibition that was just totally organic. It didn't seem overplanned and and hype. Like it was just it was very organic hype, not organized hype. So, and that was final round. Yeah, that was final round and a few years that, ago. That, that was maybe not that exactly happens every year, but every year something like big seems to come out of final round. It's cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no final final round is certainly going to be missed. Cause I, I like I said, I I watch a lot of the. Uh, a lot of the FGC stuff. Uh, I think we've talked about that. I think you yeah. were also involved in the early FGC days, where yeah, I thought those. My my version of the FGC is still very much out there, and maybe is why <laughs> people like that run final round don't want to run final round anymore. But uh, yeah, I yes, I, I'm sad to see this one. Yeah. So. Alas, I mean, it did, I guess, went out on his terms. It didn't just kind of fizzle out and die. Yeah, and that's kind of the stuff it, I'm not so. getting into. I've, yeah, no, there's yeah. stuff that talks about, and, and, and there's an article on Kotaku that talks about how he feels about yeah. the whole thing, and, and there's a lot of drama behind it, but yeah. at least he's choosing to finish it off on his whole terms as yeah. opposed to, like, letting it die out. But yeah. there's also, if you guys have a chance, there's a video where he talk, he does a big, like, very kind of calm and goodbye, like, and it's pretty kind of cool. You should definitely check it out. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, R.I.P. and pepperoni. Final round. All right, that's gonna do it for our news this week, which means it's time for our main topic and the biggest news. Fucking Drake uh-huh. played that Fortnite stuff. <laughs> and as a newly playing Fortnite person, Alex, let's talk about Fortnite and kind of what the fuck Fortnite means for gaming at this point. I think Fortnite just happens to be the medium for it. I don't think Fortnite itself specifically has anything to do, other than it just happens to be the medium that they chose. Well, so that's kind of what I'm getting at with this. I, I think it's like the Drake thing is big news. Sure, it's also dumb, but like remember back, like even in the early 2000s, definitely in the late 90s, like anytime you had a celebrity played video games, it was this like hard eye roll. Like I don't fucking want to know what Tiger Woods plays. Yeah. Well, I know that was kind of a big thing, too, when it came to World of Warcraft, because you heard stories of, like, uh, what's her name from, uh, uh, there's a couple of people. Like, for example, the guy who played Superman, he, uh, the call, the casting call that he got uh, to be Superman, he didn't pick it up initially because he was in the middle of a WoW raid. So, yeah, like, you, you heard the eye roll moments that people had of, like, oh, what, this guy was playing World of Warcraft and he was raiding and he missed the call to get casted to be Superman? Okay. And then, obviously, you hear about, like, Ben Diesel, who was a big WoW player, Ronda Rousey. Like, just whenever that stuff came out, people were like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, whatevs. Yeah. 
So uh, that's always kind of interesting. And, and maybe it's Drake. Drake kind of has this surprising belovedness in nerd communities, but yeah. Well, Drake has also very much embraced his memory, yes. so to speak. Yes, that and that's kind of what I'm talking about. So, but yeah, um, I, I I don't think it's so much. I mean, like I said, I, I don't. I think Fortnite is, of course, the the game they happen to be playing, but it just kind of came at came at a place now where like just the acceptance of like esports stuff and and gaming and like watching Twitch like a TV show kind of thing has become more and more accepted. So I think that's and, kind of the important thing where. It's hard not to talk about Fortnite, at least from our end of the things, without talking about PUBG and the fact that, like, rewind four months. And if I told Alex, hey, Fortnite's going to be bigger than PUBG at that sound, like, in four months, would you have believed me? I probably wouldn't have. Yeah, like, it's Fortnite at the time seemed like this dumb, totally lame cash in that, like, I think because I'm a cynical ass person, I kept saying things like, eventually PUBG's time in the sun is going to come. Like, it, I think I even said last year, like, if PUBG does not come out in 2017, it will not win Game of the Year in 2018. Like, it's it's going to get replaced. And I don't know if it's going to get replaced by the game that you can accuse of being a clone of it, but there does seem to be kind of a natural ebb and flow to Twitch when it comes to these types of things and popularity. But... I typically measure games' popularity and kind of with a very weird metric, and it's what gamers do I know that know about this game? And I'm running into articles about how like schools are pissed off at the Fortnite mobile app because it's now just disruptive as shit. Like it's it's in the real world in a way PUBG never quite got. Yeah. Well, that the other thing about it too is that the game itself, I mean Fortnite itself, is free. Yeah. No, that, 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 we say that that's like a bad thing, but like that's how it gets this big. You give it away for free, so shit ton more people are playing it. You have it on all the consoles. Like PUBG is only on PC and Xbox now. Fortnite's on everything, and you could argue it launched a little bit better. Yeah, well, I mean, it launched originally as that whole like defense game, well, yeah. but then they like well, yeah. If you're gonna reference Fortnite, we have to bring up the fact that when a game first released, it was that like defense game against zombies or something that yep. you would build and you had guns and all that stuff. Yep. And that was that's what it was. Still it is. Still is. Yeah. But it wasn't until they really kicked off their free add-on. Even if you didn't own the original Fortnite, you could get Fortnite Battle Royale, and then that became a big thing on its own. Like because it wasn't just a clone specifically. Uh, of PUBG or the it Battle Royale setup. If you really think about it. Like in, in some yeah. ways, it beat the game that's essentially a mod at being a mod. Yeah. Um, and of course, it was this whole thing with like being able to build and everything else. So it's very much become its own thing um, in a weird way. And it's basically now it's become top dog. And the thing is, like I said, the fact that it's so openly offered everywhere else is one of the biggest things about it that's working. I think uh, if I were to compare it to something, it's it's like uh, I guess the battle between HD DVD and Blu-ray, when you had the consoles adopting their format of choice, PlayStation put Blu-ray in every single console they had. They didn't offer it as a separate drive like Xbox did for HD DVD. And now, do you see any HD DVDs around? No. Yeah, it's the that that having it accessible kind of thing, I guess. And so Fortnite definitely did that a lot better than PUBG, did. exponentially better. So. But yeah, I guess we're kind of moving away from the the celebrity angle. Of no, we can. We're, we're talking about Fortnite. We can kind of talk about whatever of it. Like I, 
it, it's weird because PUBG at the end of the day definitely appeals to me more, but there's a funness to Fortnite. I'm not sure PUBG ever quite cashed in on like the because you can kind of run and gun a little more effectively in Fortnite. Like it's not like a strategy in PUBG is to find a bathroom, hunker down, and fucking wait. Like that's a truly legitimate strategy because you can take that bathroom with you now in Fortnite. It makes it a faster game. It makes it like a snappier game too. Yeah. No, absolutely. You can even like I guess because uh, I know in in PUBG you have the ghillie suits that drop from uh, from the special yeah. crates that would fall from the sky. Uh, Fortnite has something similar, but you actually dress up as a bush and you can walk around, sneak around like snake in a in a box. Yeah, there's a dumb goofiness to it. Yeah. No, so. they've they've also done some limited like. Again, like the one versus a hundred thing, never totally up my alley. But they keep saying things. It's like, oh, we have fifty on fifty. I'm like, now that's the game I could be down to try. Actually, that sounds yeah. dumb in a fun way. Like it does. Actually. Like twenty on twenty on twenty on twenty. That's the mode I want to try. Mm-hmm. I remember Mag. Mag was dumb, but Mag was also kind of like, huh, this is okay. You would die from nowhere. <laughs> but yeah, no Fortnite definitely has like. And and I will actually, I was at uh, I'll, I'll ah, what's the what's the I, I'm terrible with like analogies and phrases. You're today, terrible but, at references. Um, period. This does not surprise yeah. me. Yeah, but I guess I'll I'll hold that L when I was talking about how I like PUBG a lot more and Fortnite because Fortnite was very much just a ripoff. Fortnite has really become its own thing, and is very distinguishable now, which is great, good for them. I'm not like, gonna I really... debate that one because like both games are derivative off of a gate uh, off of mods that existed for years like i like neither of these are new concepts like e- this is what maybe bugged me the most about PUBG was the fact, like oh it's so new and inventive i've played this before on arma from this guy like this is not new it's cynical i know but yeah well i mean it's 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 definitely fun like and i think just the fact that it's so open and, and kind of just out there is, is, is definitely going to help it. Yeah, and, I, I it's, mean, it's fun and it's weird and it's dumb, which I give it points for. Well, yeah, it's I, I guess it's the same. It has that same charm that I really enjoyed from uh, what was it? Borderlands. Uh, not, it? Not Borderlands. I mean, Borderlands is also great, too, in its own way because it was kind of a... It didn't take itself so seriously as a game. But I'm I'm more referencing what's the GTA like people thought was a clone and then kind of Saints Row. Saints Row, yeah. Saints Row really embraced its goofiness and ran with it. I per- I'm personally, I think, like, 3 and 4 are some of my favorites for Saints Row because it knows it was just completely crazy and out of the wall and goofy, and it just owned it. Yeah. And it became something more than just, oh, it's a GTA club. Yeah, my disdain for Saints Row 4 is actually why I haven't tried Fortnite yet. I'm like, oh, it's like Saints Row 4. I have no interest in that. Too you dumb. should try Saints Row 4 and Fortnite. I've tried Saints Row 4. I hate Saints Row 4. Really? We've talked about it. this before. That game is too weird. I thought you didn't like it and you didn't play it. No, no, I played I it. You I played, played it. Okay. 15 hours of that game and have nothing nice to say about that game. Okay. Fair enough. Superpowers gotcha. fucking ruined that game. I thought it was kind of goofy and cool. But we'll agree to disagree yeah. on that one. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to expand on this one other than, like, it's definitely done a lot of things right in its own sense. and. It separates itself enough that it no longer has that title of yeah. it's a clone. I, I I don't think we'll ever fully shirk that and all. I'm not sure it ever should, like, because I, I don't know how you wind up there. I don't know what happened, but, like, the timing is super suspicious. I don't think anyone 
on that dev team was like, oh, we should make it 100 versus 100, like a 1 versus 100 mode. Yeah. I think they had a product they had to pivot, and they pivot well. Like, it's it's the tech industry. We don't talk about kind of the inner work of the tech industry, but the idea of pivoting like this is very integral to that industry. Like, it's the, well, we have the tech to do this, so let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's it's weird that this is the game right now that hit this level. Like, it, it, it's not even a fair comparison. I was gonna say, it feels like Halo back when Halo was the shit, but, like, Halo wasn't the shit the same way this thing is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it's it, it's been fascinating to watch for me just because you now have a complete reversal from where kind of, like, real, like, not real, but, like, normal celebrities and non-gaming celebrities and how they interwove with gaming culture were, like, again, trying to bring back to Drake for a second, like, it's, they announced they're doing a big tournament at, um, fucking E3, and I'm kind of curious what that's going to be like, because last time that happened, you had the, uh, I think it was the Battlefield 1 thing with, like, Snoop Dogg and other people stoned out of their fucking minds, and it was hilarious! Oh, yeah. That, that was great. We three. Um, I mean, the celebrity versions of stuff is always going to be the cheesy celebrity versions of stuff. It just so happens, unless they get partnered up with somebody who's, like, really, really good. Yeah. Like, if you had Ninja play with Drake again on a squad, that'd be kind of cool for people. Well, like, you have uh, the fucking Logan brothers, or sorry, the Paul brothers, straight citing we only got interested in Fortnite because of the chance of playing with, J- with Drake and stuff like that, which, <laughs> that's a whole separate topic. Yeah. Well, those are the Pauls. Yeah, but... Well, they're not the only ones thinking of that. They're just the ones we're most actively aware of because I now keep perpetual watch on the Pauls. Well, I mean, even then, the chance of matchmaking is pretty fucking... There's a lot of people playing. Yeah. You'll match with somebody again in the same game? Like, is 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 super high, considering the number of people actively playing. Yeah. And I think that the game itself, Fortnite, kind of has also someone who's, who streams it big. is actually also kind of a good representation for the... For the community, as far as gaming goes, you have Ninja, who's a super stand-up guy, at least from what I've seen so far, which I think also helps, you know? Yeah. Like, like I don't see Drake teaming up with Dr. Disrespect. It's just, that's a different cup of tea. Yeah. Ninja's on the on the side of, like, he's like a wholesome good gamer. He does stuff for charity. And, the, and it, I mean, good for him. I'm glad. Like, he's done a lot of really good work for, like, hospitals and stuff like that. So... Uh, kudos to him, but I think he's just kind of a better example, and that's why I think celebrities are more happy to lean towards teaming up kind of thing with, like, Drake. Yeah, I, like, it makes some sense. It works. No, yeah, that... those two are just wholesome people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I think that's why that works. But I will say, what the one thing I am excited about is the new audience being tapped into that otherwise would have never checked out Twitch to watch Drake play video yeah. games, or would have never even considered to go on and check other like other gamers playing games. Like, that would have never been a thing if, unless people like Drake, like, would have done it. So, whether or not that community will hold is another story. You know, obviously that new wave of, of, of viewers, which is yeah, good for I've, the community overall. And I, I don't mean this in kind of a negative way. I love watching the rise and fall of popularity in video games. Like, it's it always fascinates me just because it's like, okay, what's in now? Oh, that's in now? Huh. I remember when the hotness was a game called Spin Tires. That was a game about getting trucks stuck out of up that were stuck in mud from point A to point B. Like it was this like dumb, charming thing that everyone was fucking into for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. But now we're into cartoony shooters where a hundred people drop into an island. Yeah. Well, cartoony works though. Yeah, like I, I personally find that more appealing about Fortnite than 
PUBG in some ways. Like, don't get me wrong, I love the Russian brutalism of PUBG, but at the same time, it's like, what if I just want to play something dumb? Well, yeah. It's, it's that Team Fortress 2, you know, effect, yeah. where they like, yeah, this game used to be part one was really gritty and this and that. Part two, let's just make it cartoony as hell. Yeah. With really campy character stories. Yeah. And it worked. Team Fortress 2 was a, a hit. Huge. Overwatch, also kind of goofy, you know. To art. be fair, both those games were both respectively made by Valve and Blizzard. If any company could not have a game fail, it's those two, regardless of what they look like. Destiny 2. Not made by Blizzard, technically. Okay, fair. Well, I mean, whatever they're doing right now, it's working, and I, for one, yeah. welcome this new audience. Yeah. So, Indeed. unless there's anything else we miss, I think we've kind of written out this one. Yeah, that's about it, which means it's time for email. What? Email? Email. Uh, we at the Wicked Awesome Cast love to get emails, correspondence, messages, pigeons, and whatnot. And if you wanted to contact us, Alex, how would you go about doing that? So what you have to do is you have to download and install Fortnite. And once These you have too Fortnite topical. installed, I like when I go topical. Fair. Fine. Continue. So you log on to Fortnite, and you keep queuing up until you see either Charlie or myself in the game. Just him. I don't uh, play Fortnite. Well, just me right now, then. Okay? And you look for Mave Online. Now, when you get to Mave Online, you're going to pick up a gun with a lots of ammo and type out your letter on a wall that you built. So when I'm walking towards the, uh, the center of the map and trying to get myself, you know, doing my thing, uh, I will see the letter written on this wall that's been built in the middle of a field out of nowhere. I will die, but then I will screenshot the letter, and then I'll get it over to the podcast, and we'll read it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the email. I got it. That's pretty much it. Or? Or, alternatively, you can email us at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. What's that email again? Jeff, who's not here? He's not here, so Wicked we can't awesome say anything. Cast. Nope, he's not here. <laughs> I was going to try to do the voice. No, nope, he's oh. not here, so we can't respond. So it's uh, wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Again, that is wickedawesomecast. At gmail.com, spells it sounds, down in the show notes, etc., etc. We have two that seem relevant this week. Again, I'm kind of hoarding a couple emails till next week. We actually got some deaf dating questions that we're going <laughs> to use for next week. Again, remember, um, next week's episode is episode 100. If you have anything special you want to send in, please send it our way. We'd love to have it for the show. But, yeah. Our first email comes in from, I'm going to call it anonymous because they didn't sign it. I'm not going to out their email on this. So, uh, hey, Alex and Charlie. Charlie mentioned recently how happy he is that there are no new video games coming out. And that made me realize that I cannot remember you guys talking about Far Cry 5 in any way recently. Charlie in the past has said both, uh, has said both good and bad things about Far Cry 4. And I was wondering if you guys were interested in the upcoming sequel. that actually comes out Tuesday, so this is pretty timely. Um, I really liked Far Cry 3. I've told the story of why I don't like Far Cry 4 a lot on this podcast. Um, I think Far Cry 5 is a missed opportunity because it looks like another dumb Far Cry game, and the story they're trying to tell is more complicated and nuanced than anything they've shown for it yet. Mm -hmm. I, I've always liked the Far Cry games in concept, I initially I was super excited for Far Cry 5 because it kind of looked gritty and dark in the way that story deserves. 
and then they showed a video where you can train a bear to be your friend, and that kind of undid any of the, like, maybe this won't suck stuff going. I don't know. Are you, any experience with the Far Cry franchise, Alex? Uh, just Blood Dragon, and I think to this day, Blood Dragon is still my favorite. The Blood Dragon is fantastic. Blood Dragon also leans hard into the dumb. Yeah, again, I like that. <laughs> yeah. So it works out for me. Oh, no, I, 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 Blood Dragon is a strong second for me for favorite Far Cry. Two is still the best. Two is the best Far Cry, but I definitely think I enjoyed Blood Dragon or three the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would go so far as to say there is a reason Far Cry 5 kind of comes bundled with a free copy of Far Cry 3 because for me, like, getting people into Far Cry game, that's the best game. It's got one of the best villains they've done. It's got kind of the mechanics they put in this one implemented really well. The setting is fun. The animals are fun. I've Yeah. I, I don't know if I'll check this one out in all honesty. Like, it, I, I've checked out, I checked out 4 briefly. And then Jim ruined four, and then I also wasn't super enjoying four, so I stopped playing. But yeah, thank you for writing in, though. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Our next question also comes in from anonymous. Again, knocking out your email. So, hey, wicked awesome cast. We currently get a weekly reminder that Charlie is in the process of moving, and that's why there haven't been any videos in a while. In the past, it is ta- in the past it has been talked about running something with the studios. Is a lot is a lot of work that eats up a lot of time, which has led me to wonder if the break for making videos has been nice, or did you really miss doing them? Thoughts? I'm not gonna lie and say I don't enjoy the little bit of free time I have right now, but I really do miss doing them. I wouldn't be setting up a studio if I wanted to stop. Like, in all honesty, this time off has given me a chance to actually assess maybe what we could do better and kind of finally wrap my head around. We probably need to stream more. No, actually, we need to stream more. We keep talking about doing it. And, like, some of our more positive reactions we've gotten was, like, the whole Mass Effect and Sandy I did. Don't expect more of that in the near future. But people showed up for it. That was really cool. And those get views still every once in a while on YouTube and Twitch. So maybe we should do more of that. People seem to dig that. Like, the Vanquish stream I did went really well. Like, I don't think you, Alex, do any not stream content that's for yourself, right? Uh, just stream content for myself? Yeah, you don't do any yeah. pre-recorded stuff, right? No, no. My stuff is always live. Yeah. No, I I think it's, like, I'm not gonna lie and say I don't, I, I want, I don't want Metal Gear to be over. Like, I fucking want Metal Gear over so much that, like, we may stop at four just because playing all those fucking games back-to-back is a little rough. I could have used a break from them, especially given how we choose to do them. I... But no, I, I miss Persona. Like, that one's a lot of fun. I keep getting games I want to do stuff with because, like, I think we do interesting takes on them. Like, it's, again, we wouldn't be setting up the studio if I didn't miss it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think Alex, he misses Persona. Like, I drag Alex into a bunch of games either he's never heard of or never tried, so. Yeah, no, I really like Persona. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely do miss some of the recordings. Yeah. Yeah. Answers the question. Thank you for writing in. That does it for this week. Again, we can be reached at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. But that means it's now time to close out the podcast. Um, got anything you want to pick before we close out, Alex? Um, no, just uh, you know, my usual, which is you know, I stream on Mave Online across the board, all my social medias, Mave Online, which uh, I think shows up in the tagline somewhere for the post for the podcast. Um, my birthday is around the corner. 
So, uh, as tradition has been the last few years, I will do a stream. Usually, not, I'm not going to do a 31 or 30-something hour marathon again. I, I think I'm done with those. <laughs> uh, but I will do something like a 24-hour marathon in the near future. So, probably around the time of my birthday. All right. Happens. So, yeah. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, hopefully, I'll make the announcement within a few days or maybe a week from now. You'll definitely know in April because it's going to be in May, of course. So, And I'm thinking it's going to be May is my current estimated date. But we'll see. I'm assuming there's holidays or birthdays or something I need to keep an eye out for. So, yeah, I'll have it picked out soon. Uh, as was just mentioned in email, studio being set up, et cetera, et cetera. Videos will be back soon. Maybe I'll have a setup I can stream from in the near future. Don't count on it. I still have lots of boxes in my house. House moving hard, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, oh, actually, yes, before we go, remember, next episode will be episode 100. This is, after all, 99. It will be Jeff's last scheduled podcast for the foreseeable future. So let's make it a good one. If you got it, now is definitely the time you ever thought about writing in. Fucking write something in. We'd love to see it. Yeah, or, we, we enjoy them. Yeah, we really do. Uh, but yeah, I think that does it for this. You want to take us out, Alex? Sure. No, you won't, because cue the message. <laughs>